Have you ever thought about how much you'd like to say but never knew where to begin? Well, Neon Bloom Productions is the place for you. They provide services like podcast production, vocal training, translation, and consultancies. They've produced a number of super diverse and up-and-coming podcasts within Africa. Go to www.neonbloom.co.za for more information and awesome podcasts, including this one. That is www.neonbloom.co.za. Neon Bloom Productions, we make your voice heard. Welcome to our 10th episode. I'm so excited. Um, I've been planning to do this for quite some time uh, because I knew that we had to celebrate in some way if we even reach the 10th episode. You know, they say you must um, celebrate the small wins. I think this is a win. And uh, this was my way to celebrate. That's why I put together a clip. I'm thinking that uh, people might be wanting to see me. Uh, so here I am uh, and I was advised to do like a YouTube channel where people can see me all the time but I didn't want to do that because I must always like do something like put on lipstick and make myself look good and um, no I, I don't really like fussing on my face or fussing on myself I just like to wake up and just go basically so this is my minimum uh, or maximum, if I can put it like that, uh, of trying to uh, put myself together to do a celebration of our 10th episode. So really, it's been quite an effort. Um, Guys, to be quite honest, this episode for me was really, really difficult to uh, put together uh, because we're discussing the effects of the unrest, basically what most of us as entrepreneurs are going through at this moment in South Africa, uh, which is very, very tough. Um, so basically, uh, I didn't feel like waking up. I didn't feel like speaking to anybody. I don't want to answer calls. Um, I actually am I'm in a very um, dark place. The, uh, something that got me up today was just preparing my son for crash and answering his questions. It just reminded me um, of how blessed I am and all the good things basically in life. But otherwise, I can really tell you, it's a very tough time uh, and we're trying to keep our heads up. I'm trying to keep my head up. I'm really, really struggling. Uh, I was saying to my husband just this morning, um, I was saying just this morning, I feel like I'm in a conveyor belt and my arm is stretched out and is heading for a chopper where everything is just going to be chopped. Uh, basically, I'm just going to break down um, the, the, the um, headings of what we'll be going through today. And like I said, we're going to be going through um, the effects of the unrest, um, the things that we are going through as entrepreneurs at the moment, uh, where we are right now. And I think in uh, Joburg, in Rudderport, um, we're moving out of this place. 
very soon. This is our last couple of days. Uh, basically to um, cut down on rent. So we're moving on to a new uh, smaller premises. Um, the main reason, actually, I haven't liked being here, mainly because that um, the rent has been so high because there's always stuff leaking, like the water bill is always going, um, the electricity bill is always going, even though <laughs> we don't use much of those things, especially now. I mean, most of my stuff is working from home. Um, so the water bill shouldn't be as high, but surprisingly it is, and I don't like having those arguments. Um, so basically, this is my, uh, this is my desk where I sit, and opposite me it's Setu, um, and then our operation manager, Sipe, sits here. This is uh, Nelson's Corner. Um, they're all working from home. Um, this is our boardroom. Uh, not much going on here. Downstairs, where we do our manufacturing, but uh, most of the stuff has already gone to our other premises. This is our storage. Um, and this was our office in jail to keep some stuff, but as you can see, there's no stuff to keep. <laughs> um, moving downstairs quickly. This is the entrance, um, a bathroom. Uh, kitchen situation but not really kitchen um, and yeah we've moved most of most of our stuff to the next premises These are our fogging machines some of them are around the country <clears throat> in our places that we're fogging at the moment uh, bottles yeah so basically this is it this is the factory we'll be moving out um, very soon, like I said, for the reasons that I've explained. But we've been through quite a bit, you know, uh, because of the unrest. Um, it's quite a terrible situation to be in, really. Um, the effects of the unrest have been really, really bad to us. So I want to move on to doing our normal <laughs> want to run away from the camera that's that's what i want to do and yeah i think it's time to say bye-bye to my face and then we can continue with the podcast hey guys uh, anybody who's joining us for the first time i'm tulim Gwebile. i'm a businesswoman i'm a mom i'm a daughter i'm a granddaughter i'm a wife um, yeah, so basically this podcast, Black Women Business, is everything to do with being a woman, being black, and um, being in business. So we've been going through quite a bit, um, and this is our ninth episode. One thing that I forgot to mention about the previous episode is that Belekaz was very clear on um, prayer. One thing she said she meant, she forgot to mention was prayer is something that's very important. Obviously, something that we need a lot of at this dire time. So, episode nine, here we go. 
the effects of the unrest on a black business at this time. Um, you guys saw on my tour that uh, our factory has not been looted. We are based in Gauteng, and I actually imagine others that are based in other provinces might be going through the same thing. Um, main thing is that my business is affected because my customers who are the CBT, in the CBD of Gauteng um, can't make payments. Uh, my customers can't make their regular um, regular expenditures or purchases towards my business, which is really, really a sore point for me. Um, also, uh, my business has been majorly affected because my staff um, during that period were not able to commute to come to the factory. We're quite close to Soweto and some of the, our staff lives there. Um, so it's been really difficult responding or acting fast when it comes to opportunities um, during that time. Submissions, um, some were boned, um, they did understand, but strange enough, other places don't understand. <laughs> I mean, local people are still within South Africa. They still expect us to be on those dates, sing in Zoom meetings, uh, trying to carry on as if nothing has happened, which for me is very, very strange. Um, the civil unrest has also affected us in terms of payments. Oh, that is a big one. Um, payments that we were supposed to receive from governments. I'm still awaiting payments from a long time ago and the explanation that i'm getting is that because of the COVID numbers the staff is not always there to do payments and because there is a long hierarchy of approvals for our payments now they are on hold on the system this is a big ache for us um that is how the whole thing is is um is affecting us and as you guys know, I do quite a bit of business um, internationally. This bad reputation over what has happened is really a very bad sting. You know, people that were really looking up to um, extending uh, business to us are now uh, dilly-dallying, you know, postponing, um, thinking about it, whereas when we first started talking, it was all going well. So really, it has had some bad effects. Um, and I'm going to move on to the second point, which is the things that we are going through um, as a black business at the moment, or maybe even any other business at the moment, you know. Um, it's a very... Um, tough time uh, very tough time but what I want to say is that there's a lot of positivity when it comes to really putting yourself out there when you do it really good even though the knocks um, do come for your business like um, you're really faced with hard times there's always something else to celebrate like for instance I'm here today to sign a few contracts um, that we've been awarded, one of them being a national contract, um, government institution. The celebration is a the celebration is a bittersweet one. 
um, because yeah, we were able to extend our deep cleaning and fogging services only to a local, um, our close to our local offices in Joburg and Cape Town, and now we've been issued a contract to do it nationally, which is very exciting, uh, something to really celebrate. Um, the only other downside about that is that now we are stretching ourselves out for um, trying to, to, to extend work um, to nationally and the blizzard of CVs that we are receiving really I can't I can't deal well with things like that um, that's why we have other people to handle it because I'm just it's not such a huge contract but you're getting like let's say like 30 people applying for one job for me can't take that because it's like who do you who, who do you decline fortunately that does that decision doesn't sit with me um and also i want to talk about where we are now um yeah with all the positive things i still have other submissions to make continuing to put myself out there i mean i've gone through the sleepless nights trying to think of other things that we can offer in terms of looking out for my strengths having um the back uh, the backup of my previous work experience in production plans and so forth um i've also even thought about leaving the country i've been doubting myself thinking oh, you know this whole thing is a mess it's probably not working out um uh, but I just feel so stuck, you know, stuck and also feeling horrible that so many people are relying on you to make it work is so demanding. And yeah, but I just have so much more to look forward to, like future projects that I'm busy with. Um, tomorrow afternoon, I'm having a magazine interview. So, yeah, even though the bad things are happening, there's always some good to look forward to, basically, guys. That's where we are now. And hopefully where other entrepreneurs are also are, or even in a better position, um, much better position. But I've been having conversations uh, with people on the business groups, and it looks like it doesn't look, it doesn't look good at all. Uh, looking back, maybe on my mistakes, maybe things I should have done well on, um, is being a bit more aggressive in terms of our media advertising, a bit more aggressive in um, reaching out for more opportunities, um, because there's always that doubt element, that thinking twice element. I mean, it does, it just doesn't work you know um once you start thinking twice about yourself it's it doesn't work that deep self-belief is something that you really need to sustain yourself in this game um so i've been doing a, a lot more of reaching out through um linkedin one-on-ones um but my um a uh, 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 mentor, my mentor uh, on one of the supplier development programs I'm in, we had a long session yesterday and he was telling me I need to go a bit more aggressive um, on the phones 
um, cold calling with my staff, um, reaching out to a lot more. I mean, what we're offering um, is at a need at this moment. There's no reason why we should be going through such a tough patch when there's such a huge need for our offerings. And also, I must look out for um, opportunities of... Um, uh, uh, advising uh, plant production related work, I mean, and make my experience to good use. Um, also, a big one oh, these uh, financial funders hounding at us to take loans. Oh, that we're so desperately itching to take because salaries need to pay, be paid, rent needs to be paid. Electricity needs to be paid um, despite all the holdups from our customers and government institutions. You know, the, the game needs to go on. Um, we can't be waiting around. But the way that I'm being so engulfed by offerings of funding, it's, it's very suspect. <laughs> So I do need it. It is very suspect because, I mean, really, um, no, you don't want to find yourself in a position where when you finally have made it out of the woods and now the contracts are paying and everything is happening well, you need to take all that money and give it back to your funding institutions. I mean, no, nobody wants to be in that a, a, a crappy position. So, um, yeah. So I would think my mistakes are, are there and I have availed myself with, to some of the funding institutions. I have, I think that is a mistake, but I feel like uh, my options are, are limited at this point. Um, last point that I really want to focus on is how to move on from here. How to move on. I think it is at the back of my mind right now that inevitably I'm going to succeed. Um, if I keep pushing forward like this, I'm definitely going to succeed. Um, even though the dead, bad days do come and the tough times do come, ultimately I will succeed. Uh, that is something really I, I, I feel strongly about. Not because I'm a supernatural human being, but only by consistency. You know, um, I cannot keep hunting from 2013 for, for, for a big break and it's now 2021 and, um, I don't catch anything. <laughs> it's just, there's no way I can't keep pushing, 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 um, for so long. There is eventually gonna come a time where there is a movement that don't moves, even in the slightest way. So basically, it's it's not even, it's logic for me. It's logic. That's what keeps me going. So moving forward is focusing on the positives of the business, um, focusing on the good things that are happening, um, the magazine interview, the contracts that we're landing, the opportunities that we're getting in terms of uh, uh, applying for um, for work, um, applying for um, funding opportunities, though I do not want to bury myself in funding opportunities that are going to need payback. Grants <laughs> would be a big win at the moment, um, though I do know government to be... Um, 
give issue out some grants. We haven't been lacking that. For me, uh, in the past instances, it's mostly been a waste of time, mostly a waste of paperwork, and I cannot afford that uh, a wastage um, at all at this time. I need to be preparing for the success of these contracts that we've landed and need to be preparing for um, staff and future work. Um, so I've been doing a lot of reaching out via LinkedIn uh, and I've been having a couple of very good responses. So basically that is the focus going forward in all three departments, um, keeping um, the staff um, with high morale, give, keeping them believing in themselves. It's so funny because, you know, as a leader, sometimes you start thinking that it's all up to you trying to keep things in a positive space. But I am finding that I'm finding that it's not um, it's not necessarily like that. My staff has done a lot to keep me upbeat at this moment. Um, some of the things I've had to keep for, from them behind the curtain, just as a protection measure, but mostly very open about, very candid about what's going on um, in the core of the business, the movements and everything. So I've been very fortunate um, to have upbeat uh, to be upbeat about um, what is going on at the moment. I realize that a, l a lot more people might be going through a whole lot worse, uh, but I'm fortunate to have uh, wisdom um, being filtered down to me, even though obviously I don't know 100% of what is going In fact, I don't know 0% of what is going to be happening going forward. Um, but yeah, uh, guys, I'm going to wrap that up. This episode for me has been a very emotional one. Um, it's one that I didn't want to do. Um, I didn't, like I said right at the beginning, I just didn't feel like talking to anybody. But I mean, there's something when it comes to uh, consistency. I respect consistency. I respect being honest. Um, and for me, fortunately, this has been an outlet. So thank you very much. Uh, I hope you've gained some insight on what is happening currently on the state of businesses at the moment. And um, I hope this will be used to your benefit.